With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. fresh cut grass I'm back in my helmet cleats and shoulder pads Standing in the huddle listening to the call Fans going crazy for the boys of fall Hey everybody welcome to the fifth quarter with Coach Johnson I'm your host Dave Johnson Always glad to have everybody with us tonight. Um, We all know women's football is over, and uh, we have been going to a few games. Had some girls on the team. They were actually off this week. Um, Before I forget, though, uh, the last week we was always talking about a a player on the team that had a young girl that's playing on the boys' team. Well, another uh, one of our players. her little girl started, I think she may be seven or eight. Uh, started today was her first day of practice on her new team playing with the boys, and that was uh, um, uh, Paisley Tweed. I call her Minas because if any of you know her, you'll know why I call her Minas. She, look, she looks like she's mean, so uh, um hope she does well. Um, they sent me a picture in her uniform today. It's pretty cool. Uh, so their whole family, the – uh, Jessica Tweed plays for us. She she plays for us. Both for boys. One plays in middle school. One plays in high school. And now our daughter's playing. Uh, I guess it's Peewee. I'm not sure exactly what it is, but so um, that's cool with the whole family affair. So congratulations to them. Um, but being women's football officially is is over. Uh, we all know that the college kicked off last weekend. I don't know, there was four or five games and <laughs> they was uh, some good FCS games. Me and Jim actually watched uh, Jacksonville State play North Carolina A and T and that was a really, really good game. I don't care. Um it was as good a game as I've watched uh in college football for, for a long time. Um now it wasn't a powerhouse uh, matchup, but I'm telling you, it was a really, really, really good uh, game, and I really, um, really enjoyed watching it, so, um, but the real, uh, the whole college football scene kicks off uh, this coming weekend, and uh, there are a lot of good games and and matchups and uh, things of that nature, I can't even remember them all, but I um, 
No, maybe not next week. I don't think we're going to get to have a show next week. But the week after that, we'll try to put all of them together and do a preview of all of them, try to be a little bit more organized. Um, We've just been working a lot around here and had a lot of things going uh, that I couldn't, couldn't get them all wrote down. But I do know this, that the Tennessee Volunteers are going to Charlotte, North Carolina, to meet the the University of West Virginia Mountaineers, and I believe that's going to be a really, really good game. Um, <clears throat> the new head coach for Tennessee, he's at least saying all the right things. Um, so far, doing all the right things, so maybe he's got them headed in the right direction. I believe if the alumni leave him alone, the guy will do a, a really good job. So. Uh, maybe maybe they'll get the win. We were going to try to go. I don't know if we're going to get to or not, but uh, it, uh, I believe that'll be a good game. Um, there is some more, some really, really good matchups. I just can't remember. I think Michigan and Notre Dame, I believe, play. That'll be a, a good matchup. I think Miami and maybe LSU. I don't know. Somebody, I'm not sure, but those those will all be good games this weekend. Uh, I'll promise you. So, um, looking forward to that. Of course, I think this Thursday wraps up all the NFL preseason. Um, you know, it's it's pretty much a joke. Nobody plays, and when they do, I mean, I don't know. It just looks seems like it's look terrible. Um, so they wrap it up, and then they take off the following week. And then once they start, I heard them say they don't. Uh, Miss a week until um, the till the Super Bowl or, or after the Super Bowl. So um, it's almost um, men's football time, I should say, around here. Uh, we're we're really excited and uh, um, about the the new season for women to kick off. Uh, Tri City Thunder had the first tryout um, this past Sunday. Uh, we actually got Coach Mike, which is now the head coach for the Tri-City Thunder. He's going to be joining us here in just a minute, and uh, we're going to talk about that and uh, um, some of the new recruits and what it's like recruiting and um, talk about this new new women's um, football conference that's uh, come out. Uh, uh, I'm not, I don't know a whole lot about it, but uh, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about it anyway. So uh, I think he might be already here. How about it, Mark? You there? Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me? Hey, yes, sir. Hey, man, how's it going? It's going. Just uh, sitting here some the show, as always. Uh, hey, hey uh, we had the first try out this past Sunday. Um, how did uh, how did you evaluate things going there? Well, we had some some pretty good talent show up. Um, uh, a lot more talent than I expected it uh, on on the first tryout. Actually, um, had some some really. Uh, let's see, I think we had twelve, but out of those, we had four or five that were brand new faces. Some really good athletes, uh, and so I'm, I'm pretty excited. I'm really excited to see these girls start to get to work. Right. Well, I know um, you and Jeff are supposed to meet a new recruit tomorrow. Is that correct? That is. I'll meet one tomorrow, um, and uh, we'll sit and we'll talk with her, and uh, I guess just kind of have our little informal meeting and see how see what she's feeling about it. But um, uh, it's, uh, this recruiting process is uh, 
we've kind of really taken an approach uh, as as recruiting uh, from from college, you know, high school to college, uh, as far as trying to get out and reach people and go visit them and uh, and, and see if uh, and you know see if they're interested in doing it. Right. Well, I know we talked uh, the other day. Um, that have you got to set up a uh, day to go watch uh, Sidney Robertson uh, practice for you, Naka, yet? No, I, I'll get out there sometime this week, hopefully. Uh, if I can't see her this week, hopefully I'll see her sometime next week. I mean, it's a pretty lengthy season. Uh, she won't be joining us until after her season, so I got some time. But uh, the sooner the better for us. Right. Well, now, t- tell me, I know you've been uh, an assistant coach with the team for three years um, prior to this year, being, being the head coach. How much uh, – um, tell us how much more responsibility you think think it's going to be and, and uh, you know, what you're most looking forward to as, as taking over the position. I, I think – because I've been an assistant for three years with this team, I think the transition is pretty much uh, a smooth one. It's been a smooth one. And I think as far as the responsibility, um, you know, it, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm still going to have sleepless nights just like I do with the assistant position. And, um, but, you know, uh, I'm excited. I'm excited uh, to, uh, to, to, to start a brand new chapter in this, uh, this uh, very young, but successful program, and um, I'm uh, eager to get started. And uh, you know, it's a challenge, uh, but uh, I think that uh, you know I got the right people in uh, in place to help. And um, you know, so I think we'll we'll make strides. We're making strides right now in the right direction. Right. Well, you know that uh, the the fact that I, I noticed, and and I just sort of stayed out of the way the other day when I was watching and stuff. But I noticed that these girls um, really uh, seem to, uh, you know, to adapt to the to the transition. What I've seen, there was a, a whole lot of really, really positive vibes out there from, from every single person that was there. And that means from, from new girls that we'd never even seen or heard of before to, you know, some of the older players. I, I think, and I'll be honest with you, I think it was as good an attitude as, as I, and positiveness as I've seen from uh, some some of these girls since since they played for this team. Well, I, I think uh, I think you're right about that, and I think a lot of it is the uh, uh, the unfinished business factor. I think a lot of them, uh, the, the group of girls, the core group that we have. Um, uh, know what's at stake. Uh, they know that uh, you know we're. This is most of them has been been with this team for three, four years, um, and uh, you know you want to win as many championships as you can, or at least attempt to. To and uh, I think that the core group of girls that we have um, are as excited uh, as we are uh, as coaches to get going um, because we we did we actually left uh, we left some plays on the field, and I think that uh, the championship game against uh, the Gators. And um, you know, I think they're they're as eager to get back. Right. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, and you know, I also and, and like I said, just sitting back and and uh, you know, as 
is watching. I mean, I, I ain't gonna say I was just a spectator, but I mean, I just, I didn't do anything really, and uh, just sitting back watching, you know, from from a different perspective, and I guess from a different view. I've seen a lot of these girls that in the past that have played for this team that you know were sort of sit by the wayside. I've seen them really, really being assertive uh, more on Sunday than I think I've ever seen them. Yeah, I, I, I'd say you're right. I've seen, uh, you know, there there's a, a handful of girls that, uh, you know, you just, they just weren't as assertive uh, in the last couple of years. And then I guess they show up and I, on Sunday and they, they I don't know if they uh, had an awakening or um, if they're, uh, it's a it's a fresh start. It's a new start. I, I I don't know. I can't explain it. But whatever it is, uh, I'm pleased with it. And uh, I just uh, you know the, the culture of our team, uh, I think maybe is we're maybe we're starting to starting to get it. I, I don't know. I wish I could put a finger on it right now. It's too early, I think, to tell. But uh, you know, I'm 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 very pleased with the uh, the attitudes that we've had so far. Yeah, I really, I really was. Like I said, from you know, I stood over and talked to some of the uh, fans of the well, fans and family of, of some of the girls that play on the team, and and uh, you know, it, it sure. And I'll be honest, it sure didn't seem like um, a team that you know with. With the attitude, they seem real determined, and, and I guess and determined and and uh, happy to be back out there, knowing that you know, even even though the they left some plays on the field, maybe it wasn't have determined the outcome of the game. I think to get out on the field and be able to correct some of those and and prove uh, a point that you know they could have did somewhat better. Um, I think was really, uh, I think I could just see that in them, you know, and I actually, uh, one girl there, you know, uh, wanted to run more at the end, you know, and wanted to stretch more at the end. And, and that's the kind of, and that's the kind of positive things, uh, you need on a young team. Now, I know this, this is a fairly new organization, but, as far as players, uh, they're a, a new and, and young team for the most part. Yeah, I, you know, listen, the whole organization's only. I mean, we're going into the, this is the fifth year, and uh, it's it's um, you know that's that's young, um, and uh, the girls that uh, are starting to exhibit a little more leadership skills or leadership uh, potential out there. Um, you know, it's um, it's refreshing. You know, it's um, and it's just something that I hope that we can, uh, you know, as coaches, we can keep keep on them and hope that they just, uh, you know, they just maintain it because you know it's going to take that throughout the season and um, it's a quick turnaround for us. You know, this is just recent July was our last game and uh, was it July or before July? I can't really. I'm, I'm kind of tossed off a little bit, but uh, you know, we were out there playing not long ago. Let's put it that way, and now we're back into it. So. Um, you know, I'm glad that the turnaround uh, is quick in here, and I'm excited to see uh, see if this can uh, keep going uh, with with these girls being as uh, uh, enthusiastic as we are. Yeah, it was just six weeks ago, man, that uh, that uh, 
played in the championship, July the 14th, and, uh, you know, already having the first try. And I, you know what, I think that's um, important, um, something that you can, uh, to keep these girls involved in, you know, maybe it's a, Maybe maybe not an exact call to try out once a month, but getting them together and and doing some kind of work and you know we had uh, some some girls there um, you know from an, from another team uh, that you know saying they want to be better want to uh, be a part of something uh, greater than just one person. And uh, they they said, man, we were so nervous when we came, but dang, we were just like, you know, no time flat here. Everybody was so nice, and everybody introduced themselves, and and we felt like we fit right in. And you know where we've been playing, it's nothing like that. You know, everybody standoffish, and you know, thinking, you know, well, this person might be after my job. And they said, man, I just can't believe how you know, enthusiastic everybody is and how everybody was, you know, root for every single person in every drill. And, and uh, you know, that says something for for a football team. Yeah, you know, um, I, as our organization, and, we, we, you know, we're trying the best we can to make it a family uh, atmosphere. I mean, every every family on the planet has its issues, uh, and we're no, certainly no different. Um, but for the most part um, – you know the uh, the core base of the of the young ladies that we have, um, uh, they are very open and they're very receptive to people wanting to come out and and be a part of it, uh, and that's as equally as important for us as coaches as recruiting, uh, you know because if we you know we go out and recruit kids or I'm sorry kids ladies, uh, and we get them out into uh, you know in the open with with the rest of the team and they're not welcome, uh, it's gonna it's gonna maybe deter them possibly deter them from coming back. Um, so, but you know, I, listen. I, I think the core girls we got. You know, again, we we talk about them, and 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 uh, I just think that if if we can keep that, uh, then you know, our recruiting is just going to keep. Uh, it's just the floodgates are going to open, and I think we're just going to be uh, overwhelmed at some point uh, with uh, maybe possibly uh, having to turn some people away just because we don't want to get past the maximum number. That's a hope and that's a goal. But uh, if we keep the attitude that we have now, it, it's very reachable. Right. Well, you said the correct word, recruiting kids, because we have been recruiting some really young girls from the boys' football yeah. teams and stuff. And and with that being said, it really, to me, is more important with those girls than it is anything. Um, even though those girls play outside their atmosphere on that boys' team, they've been to school with those guys forever. They're coming to this women's team, which some of them are are a lot older. Some of them are close to their age, but they're coming into a new atmosphere where they pretty much know nobody. And for every single person to make them feel important and to make them feel right at home is that important. And I think, um, and I know, you know, there's probably a lot of people saying, oh, yeah, 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 that sounds good, but that don't win football games. But I'm going to tell you, it really, when when everybody's excited about the people that surrounded you, that you got surrounding you, good things can happen on the football field. Uh, absolutely. I mean, and again, I go back to the core group that we have. They're very receptive, and they, they have a positive attitude for the most part. Now, every family uh, has their issues, and, uh, 
you know, and every every dad has his problem with daughters and and, and mothers and so forth. But uh, for the most part, have a very positive group of girls um, and or ladies, women, uh, and that we uh, that we depend on uh, to have that attitude. Uh, and it, it, it certainly is a um, a tribute to how this organization has been ran from day one. Uh, that you know it you know it may not have happened year one, year two, year three, but it's happening now that we're we're having it, and uh, it's just a testament to how this organization's been run. Well, we we sure tried. I mean, can you can you just imagine from uh, what it would be like to pull from a uh, from a large city uh, where the population is so big and and you know every girl you see looks like an athlete and um you know major colleges and um can you just imagine um you know what that would be like i mean we thought we go to high school football games and we're sitting there just thinking man can you just imagine having this many girls out there to work with i mean we're excited um and i guess that's what makes um has what made help make us successful over the years as is you know, we get excited about four brand new recruits and uh, you know, showing up because, you know, we don't see very new uh, very many new faces around here. Not too many, no. I mean, um you know, maybe in passing, you know, over the years and I think we've talked about it before that if you would have kept every individual that came on this roster or that came and tried out for this team on a roster, uh, you're pushing, uh, you know, 100-plus individuals. Uh, but we don't see new ones too often, uh, especially new ones that pan out. And um, I think that, uh, you know, the, the, the recruits that came in uh, Sunday, um, you know, I think they are uh, they're wanting to get better. And, uh, you know, they, they want to be a part of, uh, of a, a program that is – uh, you know, every year we're looking to win a, a national championship, and um, they have uh, they have put that uh, their their egos aside, so to speak, and and, and come from a team uh, there in Knoxville, who uh, you know I guess like you say has the pick of the uh, you know the, the, the pick of who they want, uh, but for some reason that it's not as successful as a program as we are, so um, you know. Again, a testament to how the program's run, but I'm certainly glad to have the individuals that showed up to play for us uh, so far. Yeah, I will tell you, the first year, if if I'm not mistaken, the first year that me and Jennifer started this team, we wound up with uh, playing all season with 15 total players on the on the roster, there was some games that we went to play with twelve. Uh, we played most games with thirteen or fourteen. Uh, we did have um, uh, one girl, I think, that maybe got healthy to play the last game, um, but she got hurt in the first of the year. But I'm gonna say this: if I'm if my figures are up, that particular year we had. And I, I know people are going to say there ain't no way. But if I'm not mistaken, we had like 150-year-olds come through here that quit or didn't stay. And 
everybody used to, you know, blame blame it on me, blame it on me. It's, it's my fault. I'm too hard on them. I said this, that, and other. But I'm going to tell you something, and you go ask any, and I'm telling you, any football coach at any level, and 99 out of 100 of them are going to say, hey, if you can't be dedicated and you can't be committed and you can't be to all these practices, don't waste my time. And you know what? If if all these other girls are out here telling me, hey, I can make it and I can make it and I can make it, what makes those think they're any better not to show up? I mean, I had a girl maybe the best athlete that I've ever seen come through our program that wanted to play. And she was really, really good. Uh, I mean, big and fast and could throw football about 50 yards in there. And uh, But she she wanted to play. She was 22 years old. But she only wanted to practice whenever she wanted to practice. And I told her that wouldn't work. And, uh, you know, she lied to us that she was going to be out of town working and come find out. She went skiing. And there we all the rest of us are down there in the cold and the snow and working out. And uh, she's posting pictures and, you know, of being at, at ski lodge with her uh, with her friend or whoever. So, I told her, I said, hey, that won't work. I said, so you just have to move on. And she looked me here, I swear now, I'll never forget telling you folks the best, one of the best athletes, period, i ever seen. Looked me here, I swear now, and said, you won't win a game without me. And I looked her back and I said, I won't lose a game with or without you. And she left, and uh, we actually went 8-1 that year. It, you know, it's just it's it's just unfortunate that you have uh, attitudes like that. And I think once you become uh, once you become a program that is embedded a, a little a little while, and I know five years isn't a lot, but uh, it, it's still it's it's more than one and more than two um, that uh, you know you can actually establish that culture uh, of of expectations for your players. And you know, you, you said it, you know, dedication uh, and, and, and commitment. Uh, that that was the message that I preached to the girls uh, after the the first trial, um, and it was it was as blunt as you can say it. If you're not willing to commit, don't waste my time, don't waste your time. Um, but you know, for the most part, we we have a group uh, that that wants to come and they want to work hard. And that attitude that you're you were just giving an example of is certainly the attitudes that we have strayed away from. Yeah, I'm not interested in, in that at all. I don't, as everybody probably knows, I don't deal with ultimatums at all. I don't care who you are. And uh, hey, I, I, I've said it a million times. We're going, you know, when I when I was a head coach, and I, we're going to win or lose doing things right. And I'm if we lose and we do everything right, we're going to hold our heads high because we did everything we could possibly do. And I, I'm not going to win by by having to turn my head again and go against everything that I don't believe in just to let girls on this team uh, to win because you, you're not teaching anybody anything, and especially these young girls. And I think those girls from Knoxville seen Sunday how serious that you know. And I didn't I didn't even say all I did was introduce myself before the. 
before it started and, and, you know, didn't have to say anything to them. And when it was over, I, I talked with them a little bit. But they were, you know, they were telling me, like, man, I, I can't believe how much different things are. I mean, they were they were gassed. And, uh, you know, how much different things are. But how much we really like it, you know, how much we, we like this kind of structure. So for every, for every person that don't want it, I guess probably for every 10 or 20 or 30 or whatever don't want it, you get one or two that do want it. And, and it is refreshing to get somebody that's a new face that really gets it and, you know, really wants to play. And that's my been my whole whole goal is to, to get girls on this team that really want to play, that have the same goals in mind that those, when we first had that first team meeting and there was seven or eight of them there, and the, those seven or eight girls have the same thing in mind. And when you get a team full of those, is is when you see people reel off like two years of undefeatedness, like the the prodigy is, and they've only been scored on in two years. And and that's when you start turning that corner and realize, hey, we're 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 here, you know, and. When you've only got a handful of those and you don't have very many players to begin with, it's tough. So it's really, really refreshing to to see those uh, girls with smiles on their face. Yeah, I, I just I, you know I can't agree uh, more with you. I think um, you know it rubs off, it trickles down, um, and you know we've only had four new faces show up. Uh, but those are four new faces that uh, right now we feel are, uh, uh, one, they're committed, two, they're determined, uh, and they're going to help this program. And, um, you know, I, I take four uh, committed individuals uh, that want to come out and play as opposed to 15 or 20 non-committed and attitude players anytime just because it, it looks good on paper that you have these many numbers. Um, and, you know, if we have to stay uh, in an iron, iron woman division, uh, for, for the uh, for the longevity of this program, uh, it's it's worth it uh, as long as you have the right uh, players that you want uh, and you don't settle because you just you feel like you have to settle. Yeah, I'm I, I'm with you. You know, one of the um, back when Jimmy Shores um, was one of the coaches here. Um, we had so many girls come and go and, and, uh, you know, and the lack of seriousness and all, we actually met at a, uh, Mexican restaurant in Kingsport and, uh, rented the movie junction boys and, and watched that movie. And if, if I'm not mistaken, they hauled them in there in three or five buses or whatever. And they all, as so many of them quit, they hauled them out there in one bus. And, they got the crap beat out of them all year long, but Barry Bryant got the message across, and that that was the whole thing. Now, anybody that don't know who Barry Bryant is don't know much about college football. Up until Nick Saban took the reins, he was probably, you know, the best. And, you know, that probably was, was his one of his worst years but probably one of his hardest years as far as on players. But he took over Texas A&M, and that's where it was. And he he wanted to prove a point. This is the kind of players we want. 
And this is the kind of players that we're only going to have. And this is the kind of players that we're only going to accept. And they did it. And, I mean, they was a – I mean, Texas Tech at that time, or it may have been Texas A&M, I don't know, one of the Texas schools. And, uh, you know, it was a – and still is a major Division One college. And uh, they played all year, man, with like 30 people or less. And uh, – but he set the tone for his career right then. And everybody said, oh, man, this guy's cruel. This guy don't know what he's talking about. Now, what do they all say now? Well, I mean, you tell me he's got statues in his honor uh, in in those places that he's coached at. Uh, You know, if you look at uh, the coaches uh, that are successful in in, in sports, you know, you look at Coach K from Duke, who his first year was awful. He should have probably been fired after his first year. Uh, But now he's looking – the athletic director there is looking like he's a genius for keeping him. Uh, and then you look how, and he, he gets the players who he wants to fit his program. Um, same with Nick Saban and, and same with Les Miles when he was with LSU and so on. All these great coaches, uh, they set, they have a vision. They set the, the standard for what they're looking for. They go out and get it. If you don't meet that standard, if you don't meet that criteria of what they're looking for in a program, uh, and, 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 and a lot of it's based off not just football. It's based off how you're going to act on and off the field. How are you going to act when you're, you're in the classroom and how you're great and so forth. Um, they're demanding. They get what they want. And they're successful because of it. I mean, it's, it's the proof there is in the pudding. Yeah, no doubt. I'm going to tell you, you know, um, I did hear a little bit of, you know, what you were saying to the girls after the game. And, and you know, at this point in time, it's not a paid paid uh, job. But, you know, when – and I and I believe – and I believe what I'm going to say wholeheartedly with, with teams like the Prodigy, with teams like the Boston team that just won it all, uh, with teams of – all these teams that, that are really good, I really believe that even though – they're not getting paid, and they're volunteering. They take it as though it is a job, and they take real pride in it. And that's what it boils down to, folks. There's lots of things that I do or have done in my life that I didn't receive a dime for, but I took pride in it, and I enjoyed being good at it, or I enjoyed uh, being the first one there and the last one to leave. There, you know what? There's there's value in in everything that doesn't have money attached to it, and that's the message that you know I want to get across as as a football owner, as a coach, as a fan, and all that. Just because. We're not getting dollars for it. Don't mean there's not any value to it. And when, you know, I've been told, well, don't don't you talk to this player, you might run them off. And all I'm going to ask them is, is, do you really want to play? And if they say, well, I don't know, that's all I need to hear because it's no. I mean, if you're not just busting at the seams to play, then no, you really don't want to play. And that's why, the, you know, when we had the first team meeting and then we had this first tryout, all those same girls that were at that meeting were at this tryout. And all the same ones that weren't, weren't. And I think 
you know, when if you look back, that's just what you said, the core and actually the heartbeat of this team. Now, if people are listening and they say, well, I had this to do and I had that to do and I couldn't make it. Really? Do you think these others didn't have that? If it hurt you, then it should hurt you. But I want people to believe that just because I'm not getting a dollar for it, let's just take this show, Francis. I don't get a dollar for it, but I'm going to tell you something. I take pride in it or I wouldn't do it. And we, you know, we want to be the best show we can possibly be. JC does uh, hard work setting it up. And me just get on here and ramble on and get guys like you on here to talk about it. We want to take pride in it. We're not receiving anything for it, but that don't mean there's not value in it. So when when we sign these girls and we and they sign up to play, they're they're signing up for something I think bigger than just money. So we might have lost Mike. I'm not sure, but. Um, no, you I'm, know, I'm still here. Can you hear me? You there? Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I just think it's, you know, what what we got them uh, going is it's just more valuable than than putting a dollar on it. Well, I, you know, I think a lot of the times you have, uh, you know, going back to making decisions whether or not you want to play or not. Uh, and most of the time, uh, I, you know, it, it's a curiosity thing. A lot of them will say, well, I don't know. Uh, maybe I haven't really given it a thought. And some of them will say, yes, I want to play, and they haven't gotten, given it a thought on how hard it's going to be. And, 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 you know, you have to evaluate whether or not it's possible for you to play. That's your very first step. Um, if, where there's a will, there's a way. Uh, and if you, you, you want to play, uh, then you start to evaluate the things that you have to start to set aside so you can put football in front of. Um, and uh, that's just – Listen, that's even if you're paid or not paid and because it's a commitment. A commitment is a commitment whether you sign on a battle line or not. Uh, you know, it used to be just a handshake was all you needed to have for uh, for somebody to say, yes, I'm going to be committed. Um, and, you know, I think that, that a lot of these young ladies that come out uh, and try out or you say they're interested, they don't just necessarily put that thought process uh, together. Um, so, you know, um, when you have teams like the Prodigy uh, and teams out of, out of Boston who, um, you know, just they're the, they're the right team uh, at the right time uh, that have what they need to have uh, to be successful, um, you know, those are the ones that, uh, you know, and they're, they're taking it more serious. Um, you know, they have a goal and they have it in sight. Um, and uh, I'm not saying that every team doesn't have a goal, but some teams are just more fortunate than others, and they're they're just a part of that uh, that select few. But um, you know we're you know there's a time that uh, these these ladies are going to get paid, uh, and I hope it's sooner than later. Uh, but uh, they're not going to get paid if they don't play. Yeah, and you know it's uh, I think it's more like um, you know when. Uh, when you go out there and you're on a, a, a trial, you know, uh, on a um, somebody's, hey, you know, we're gonna we're gonna let you work on a on a trial basis, and uh, I think that this women's football is is like um, a trial. Is it my that's your phone? You might have put it on mute, but uh, I think it's it's like it's on a um, a trial thing, and if these 
Mark, that's your oh, phone. You might have to mute yeah. it, man. I'm trying. I'm trying to. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, uh, but you know, they're they're. It's a kind of a thing. It's been around for women's football's been around for a long time. Nobody's taking it serious until now. People are starting to to really take it serious and uh, more serious, I should say. And there's there's more teams. Um, there's there's more players. But the the fact that we have more players spread out over more teams and now more leagues. And, uh, you know, each, each team, uh, you know, from one year to the next, they're, oh, I'm, man, you're, you got the league I want. You do everything I want here. And then the next thing comes along and, and, and they're gone. And, uh, you know, I, I, I'm telling you, I firmly believe that I don't know anything period about this new league and I certainly don't want to say anything bad about them because I don't know anything bad about them don't know anything good about them because I don't know nothing about them period except they have a few good teams already in that league and have some really good players but I'm going to tell you something the the more teams the more leagues set up for more failure now Anybody can say what they want. They can tell me I'm crazy, but I'm I'm telling you, when teams jump from league to league and they're making people mad at this league and that league, at some point in time, it, it's going to run out where they can play. Um, and when you can't, when you don't know if, if you can even make it in one league and you, you jump to another league just because they sound better and you think that, oh, they're, they're a bigger league or they're a better league, they got better teams, that don't necessarily mean anything. Um, some of the people that I know are watching women's football and you're saying, how's all this tied together? It goes back to the to the getting paid. It goes back to we're on a trial. I know uh, I don't know any of this new league backers, and when I say backers, money people, but I will promise you this. I know some people with some serious, serious money, and the only reason that they're not in football period, and I'm going to promise you one thing, if they decide to get in, it's going to be through old Dave here, some way, somehow, some uh some kind of fashion, I'll, I'll guarantee you. But the thing is, Dave, tell me what kind of product you have. What kind of product? Well, guess what? Just when you think you're building a great league, you have teams bailing out to another league. Now, when, when next year when things don't go good there and they bail out on that league, and then that league has to start trying to find new teams, it's just a domino's effect, Mike. And, and the thing is that we're we're on a trial basis here, and we've been on a trial basis as far as women's football, as far as I, as long as I've been a part of it. And that's going on six years, and we're going to still be on that until we can get some um, for some steady play by these teams, by these leagues, and by these players. And it, and like I said, it all rolls downhill. And if players don't do right then the teams can't do right. Then the league can't do right. And we all just crumble. So we're all on the trial. And that's where it's what it's going to take for us to, to get these uh, ladies paid. Well, you know, I, I've been 
I've been fortunate and I guess unfortunate to own a league. I I used to own the WCFL back when it was in existence, and that was the world-class football league, and it was a a men's minor league team. And I I had the same situation. Teams want to leave uh, because they're either not happy with this league or they think that the grass is greener on the other side. You know, uh, it's all about a process, man. You, you, You don't you can't have anything. Uh, you, nothing's ever just given to you. Uh, and, you know, if you're thinking that, well, I'm going to go from, let's say, the USWFL to this new WNCF or whatever it is, uh, if you're going to jump leagues, uh, then you're just really restarting. You're starting. You may have a, a team uh, that has been in existence for three or four years, but you're starting over in a new league. And, and in, a, in a sense, you're starting over uh, because the league itself is brand new. So, you know, to not go through the process of, you know, listen, the USWFL may not have been the league that you wanted to be last year, but it certainly may be the league that you want this year. You just got to stay with it, uh, and it's a process. Everybody is, is quick to jump ship because of they, they, they see the next big thing coming, and they're like, hey, I want to go be a part of this. Um, my, my advice to any team that's in this league uh, right now or that is considering to leave, you really should evaluate every aspect of doing so because there certainly could be a time. You know what you're getting right now with the USWFL. You, you don't know what you're going to get with this new league, even though you just talked to them. Um, and if you're going to jump from this league to that league, I would just say, you know, you have to, you have to do obviously what's right for your, your team. But – don't expect that grass over there to be any greener over here. In fact, you know what you're getting on this side. When you get onto the other side of the fence and it's all sand, because you're starting over and you're not going through the process of helping uh, women's football and the USWFL to make women's football bigger. And uh, I just encourage that any team that's out there thinking about doing it, uh, you know, you, you seriously should evaluate every aspect, the pros and the cons. Uh, and if one con is it outweighs the pros. You should really think about it. not going. Yeah, well, I know um, when one night we were, um, you, you weren't on here, but um, when they, when those, when those four teams that are basically the foundation of this new league uh, decided to go, um, the woman that now owns the Dallas Elite. Uh, come on this show um, and swore that she tried to get on the Gridiron show, which they do on Tuesday night, uh, the same time as ours, because um, some of the players from the Texas Elite team were on there. And she swore that she couldn't get through. And she was on this league and or on this show, and she was talking about, you know, the the type of, of play they're going to do. Now, I don't know if they're still going to do the, the tournament style of, of games or what, but I know that the, uh, they were talking about doing those, um, you know, the tournament style of games. But one of the guests that I had on the show uh, was actually, and uh, you know, they're thinking that their team, uh, well, from what I hear, they may be going to this new league. They were one of the very ones that were talking about, oh, that tournament style, I don't like that tournament style of play and this and that and the other. And, and I don't even know if they're still going to do the tournament style of play. I don't know. I don't know anything about that league. Like I said, um, I have enough 
enough to worry about here without having to try to worry about another league. All, all I can say is, is this. Uh, for every team that forms and folds, it hurts us all. For every t- for every league, and I'm not saying, and I know people might be listening, and the first thing they're going to say is, oh, he said this new league. I'm not saying this new league's going to fold at all. Uh, they probably got enough powerful people that they might keep it going. I don't have any idea. But what I'm going to say is for every team that crumbles, women's football hurts from it. For every league that crumbles, women's football hurts from it, suffers from it. And for every player that don't play on a team that severely needs players that puts those teams in a bind, even though that team might finish the season, it it hurts women's football. Every forfeit, all this stuff, people don't realize. You forfeit games here on the East Coast, it, it, it affects people on the West Coast because women's football, we're all in it together. And that's what I say, um, you know, uh, this league grows and, and is as successful as, as as everybody's league and all the leagues are, are a success, then that's when we have an opportunity to do something. But I'm telling you, and I'll bet you anything out there, that as long as all these leagues are going in all these different ways and nobody wants to get along and nobody wants to come to common ground, we're all hurting one another. Well, and you're right, and you also have to look at the fact that you know we're still in the we're still in the 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 as long. I mean, women's football has been around for a while. We're and I've said it before. We're still in like the beginning age. We're like in the prehistoric age of women's football before it's even getting big. And you know, if you're not sure, well, let's just say you just don't. We we tell our girls every day. You never know who's watching. Well, listen, you know, we could be on the precipice of of being paid tomorrow. There may be somebody that that hears this show or says something that says, you know what, I want to start a women's league tomorrow, we're going to pay it, and it's going to be a national women's football league. Well, don't think for a second that they're not going to do homework and look. Well, let's look and see how many of these teams that are jumping from the league because they're not happy. And these are the same things we tell our players. Hey, don't jump from team to team because, you know, you're just because you're not happy or, or whatever the case may be, work harder to get to where you're at. Enjoy the process, man. You know, stay where you're at. Build something. Build something you can you can honestly say, you know, we've been here for whatever. Now, I'm, I like I said, I don't know anything about that league either. I'm all I support women's football, and I want leagues uh, if they're going to form to be successful. Uh, but I just think that if you're if you're in a league already, and you're just not, and let's say you didn't win it this year or you know last year or whatever the case may be. Um, you know, it's a process, and, and I'm hoping uh, that that makes sense because it certainly does to me uh, that, you know, you, you just have to you have to grind it out and, uh, you know, have some loyalty. Uh, if you're teaching loyalty and, pra- and, uh, and preaching loyalty to your players, well, you know, you should start to think about what you're doing uh, as a team just up and moving because uh, your players are going to see that too. And there's somebody else who's watching, and uh, you may just be left on the outside looking in uh, when the league does form, that's, uh, you know, a professional league for women. Yeah, well, we all know that there's not any loyalty in anything anymore. And, and you know, it just goes, you know, I, I was raised, the, you know, by a single mom, and, and she firmly believed 
and you help others. You know, you 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 treat people the way you want to be treated. And I'll just tell you, I'm finding hard as I get older to even come close. And I pride myself on helping a lot of people in this world. And I'm finding it harder and harder each day that I live to help people because it just seems like it comes back and bites me in the butt every single time I do. Um, every time I, you know, uh, think that, you know, hey, man, I've, I've uh, helped somebody out here or, or uh, we did some nice things and, hey, these these people are on board, these people. It never fails that we seem to get a knife in the in the back from, from somebody somewhere and instead of uh, getting something good from it. And, you know, and I'm telling you, I just find that hard to keep going on uh, every day to, to fight through because my mom was, was that kind of person, and uh, that's the way she taught me. But it, it's it's not that way anymore, Mike, and nothing, nothing happens that way. And, um you know, I, it's like I tell tell any of these these players. You know, when when you don't show up for practice, uh, look, I get it. You get it. Everybody gets. You may have to work. I mean, even the best teams probably got somebody that don't make it someday for some whatever reason. But when you don't make it for BS reasons, or you make up for make up something, and I tell these people, you know, and you're not hurting me. You're hurting these other girls, you know, and I, I'm telling, you know, I, these other girls ought to be the ones that are mad. These other girls ought to be the ones saying, hey, you need to whip it in gear. It shouldn't have to be the owner. It shouldn't have to be the coaches. These players are the ones that are suffering for it. They don't, it don't hurt me or you if they don't show up. It hurts them. And, you know, the loyalty of anything from players to teams to leagues uh, to people's word, like you said earlier, uh, a handshake. Um, you know, I'm I'm the type that, hey, I tell you something, you, you can depend on it. You tell me something and I can depend on it. That's the type of person I am. But everybody else don't play by those uh, rules anymore, man. Well, you're right. And I think we're seeing uh, – you know, we're, we're a product of, of the times. Uh, I think um, – most of these these young young people, I wouldn't even say just classify as young women, but most young people are a, a product of of the sign of the times. Everything's changing. You know, you're more politically correct, and you're. I mean, you know, you, your your word isn't your bond as it used to be. It's now. It's what what can you do for me, or what have you done for me? Um, you know, and I, I think I, I think what what separates you and I from from these. And listen, we're not by any means we're not prehistoric age. Uh, but we're old enough to remember uh, when there was a time uh, that if you said what you were going to say, you did it, you know, and, and so, or if you said what you want to do, you did it. Um, but it's just not like that anymore. And, and um, you know, you, and that's, 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 that's a lot of what we go back to the recruiting. It, it's very, very difficult. Um, you know, you just really don't know who you're getting. Um, they have an they're athletes and they're great and they they look like they can perform well but really it's just like you're just you're just flipping a coin hoping for the best um but uh you know occasionally you find that diamond in the rough and i think that's when i go back to saying you know these coaches that pick who they want uh and i think that's that's why they're successful well i think this organization's on the right track 
um, but also the league as well. You know, the league has to do the same thing for the teams that they're looking for. Are you going to be able to do what you say you're going to do? Uh, are you going to be loyal to this this, this league come, come hell or high water? Um, and, and so often it's easier to just, just jump ship and not stick through things. Um, and, you know, it, it, it's really a tragedy. And until we can actually uh, get more teams and more owners on board to be loyal, to actually understand what it is to mean loyal, I mean true loyalty. You know, I'm talking like dog love loyalty. That's the type of loyalty that you're going to have to have to make this successful. And until we find that, it's just, you know, we're going to be struggling. Uh, and, you know, I just, again, I hope it happens sooner than later. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you how old I am and, and how things are. Um, when when I was a kid and not even as much as a kid, even in a teenager and just start driving and all, um, you know, I, like I said again, I was raised by single parent, and uh, I can remember uh, I lived in Houston Valley out on uh, VI Ranch Road in the uh, new 421 went there, and right in front of Bristol Caverns was a little gas station. And, you know, I, my mom had an account in there, man, and when I when I tell you an account, people today would hear, um, you know, throughout the weeks, we'd run out of money. She'd stop in there, hey, I need to get some gas. And, and they had a blood broke down, you know, and she'd get, back then gas was cheap, 5 or $10 in gas and, and whatever. And it was told we used kerosene and come into the week, you know, she got paid. She'd stop by there and pay her bills. That's the era that I'm from. And that's the kind of stuff that means something, um, you know, when you can trust that. Can you imagine going to a store today and say, hey, man, I'll pay you this week when I get paid. You think they're going to give you any gas? No, I don't no, think so. They're going to look, gonna look at you like you're crazy, man. That's yeah. how much things have changed. You know, now you have to go prepare. They won't even turn the pump on. I mean, I'm right. serious. I can remember, you know, that's how my mom got gas throughout the week. I mean, times were tough, things were hard, but people still believed in people. People still believed in their word. It's it's not like that today, and and I'm finding it harder and harder to to stay uh, to uh, what my mama tried to teach me. There's several things that uh, you know she tried to sink into me that I didn't get, but. Um, I, I will say this. I, um, I like to do do what I say, and uh, you know, and that's that's what I expect everybody else to do, and that's where I guess you know you want to give people the benefit of the doubt, and they just take take uh, the end of the rope and run with it, and, and uh, make you look like a fool. And uh, I, I don't like it and I sure don't appreciate it. You know, that's the part that hurts the most is, you know, I can get over being mad, but man, when you do that, you make me feel like an idiot. You make my feelings hurt. And when that stuff happens, that's hard stuff to get over. And, you know, I, I, I roll all this back to just what I said. What would you say? Now, this ain't uh, this ain't happened yet, so don't anybody start flooding in here. I won't join that league. But wonder what all these teams would say if I come come first of the year after we're getting ready to start playing, and I said, "Hey, 
I've had a, a sponsor come in here, and uh, whoever wins these championships is going to get 25000 in cash to divide up for their team. How, how many how many people do you think will be calling my phone wanting in the league at that point? You, you would probably have about every team. That's I mean, it, it, it's endless. I mean, to hear – and, and again, that goes back to saying it's the next best thing, $25,000. But who doesn't want to play for $25,000, right? But it could be one year. What if it's only one year? And what happens if you don't get that that $25,000? Um, but, no, I understand what you're saying. And, and, and it's, uh, you know, it's really hard today to be to treat others how you want to be treated. It's more or less treat others how you're treated. And, um, you know, I'm with you. I'm, I have to, I'm having to bite my tongue and, and – and, bite my lip every day uh, because of the of, of, of way that things are happening. Um, but, you know, it's, I, you know, until we can, we can find a way to keep fighting through it. That's just what we got to do. Yeah, it is. I, you know what? I, I've thought all day long <laughs> since, well, I got my phone started ringing um, first thing this morning um, about, teams that are in our league and about teams that are leaving our league to go to this new league or, or whatnot. I, I've just thought about it all day long, you know. Um, if, if they thought for one minute that there was a bigger light at the end of the tunnel, they wouldn't hesitate to uh, to back out Going, going somewhere else. I bet you that. If you said if the light was brighter at the end of the tunnel, they wouldn't hesitate. I, I agree. I agree. I, it, it's a sad, it's a sad realization. And um, you know, I just, yeah, I don't know. I just, you know, we can have all the meetings you want, and you can talk about all you want, but really, it's just time to start seeing some change and uh, see some loyalty being thrown out there and, instead of just. Um, you know, wanting to go out to see the next best thing, um, but you know, but you know, it's it's, you know, it's. I guess, David, you're you're damned if you do and damned if you don't, um, and um, you know, I'm just hoping that you get uh, get to a point where we have, uh, you know, people who have, have turned that tide and, and want to get back to the way it used to be. Yeah, you're you're exactly right. I I think uh, you know I was thinking back to you talking about your men's league you had, and uh, you know somebody that was you just asked me the other day, what's this new men's team around here? And just since I graduated from school, and since we've had this team, I'll bet you there's been thirty, and I'm telling you thirty or more. Um, men's semi-pro teams in this area, and and the fact that they none of them serious, the fact that none of them can get along, uh, nobody believes in in showing up working hard. Uh, the ones that are not that good believe they are good. The ones that are really good don't show up. Um, it's just a fiasco. Um, so you know we're headed. Uh, well, I feel like that we're on the right track. And just about as a, as women's football, I feel we're on the right track, but it just seems like every year 
we come to a new uh, bump in the tracks, you know, and something that sets us back. And, you know, it's just this summer that, you know, I was talking to a um, potential investor, and I was he was so excited. And I was so excited. And, you know, we're talking about, oh, well, tell me how many teams you got in the league. And I tell him, and how many leagues are they? And I told him and how many teams they had. And, and he said, wow, that one team's got a lot of, or one league got a lot of teams. I said, yes, sir, they sure do. He said, it seems like they got too many. I said, well, I don't know about that. Um, he said, well, well, what would be an ideal? Uh, you know, and and we talked about it. And I'm not going to throw those numbers out there, but you know, when when we were talking, some of these teams that I was really counting on, I don't know that I can count on them anymore. And that just throws a wrench in the whole thing. Um, you know, when we talk about girls getting paid uh, to play, I promise you this, and I don't care. How good you are! I don't care how many gold medals you have for playing on that USA team and all that. When women start getting paid as a whole, it's going to be a small supplement. I'll, I'll promise you that. Uh, to think that somebody's just going to go out there and throw millions of dollars down and say, "Here, we're going to have a league, and you just pay these girls this ungodly amount of money to play," it's not going to happen. Now, it's going to happen in small amounts, and the amounts are going to get bigger. And I'll promise you, it's going to be with incentives. And there's going to be all kinds of stuff you have to do to reach that supplement. Because I'm going to tell you something. When you start talking about getting paid, you start talking about an, at least an eight-team league, an league, eight teams, and you start talking about, Everybody having the same amount of players, and 35 comes to mind just so you have enough to play a special teams and offense and defense and work against and practice. Then you have to have coaches and and all those players. I mean, you just think if if you own, if you had an 18 league and all the players just made a thousand dollars and the coaches just made a thousand dollars and and you have eight coaches or whatever some of these teams have and we'll say that your payroll for each team is forty five thousand not counting travel not counting uh home games and you got eight teams oh my god if you on a league i mean right there is is a huge amount of money already not counting the travel i mean you're talking you're going to suck up uh, uh, some uh, big dollars right off the bat. So for everybody to think that it's just uh, going to happen like tomorrow, somebody's going to come in and, and roll out a, a big bankroll and say, hey, here it is, y'all just feast on it, they're, they're sadly mistaken. Well, you know, if you, you look, you go back and look at women's sports uh, in, in general. Uh, I mean, let's just say back, basketball, for example. Basketball is a it's an international sport for women. Uh, they played in high school. They played in college. Um, when they first started out in WNBA about 25, almost 30 years ago, uh, their contracts weren't anywhere uh, as big as what they are now, and they're still considerably smaller than the male counterparts that they have in the NBA. So you're absolutely right. I don't think that the minute that somebody comes and says, hey, we're going to start paying females to play football, 
that you're going to have a huge uh, deal. It's just not going to happen. Uh, but as time goes on, it certainly, you know, it certainly could, and it's going to take some time, and it's a process. And that's just like we were telling, I was telling you earlier. It's a process. Stay with it. Everybody wants to go here and there and this and this and this, um, but, you know, they can end up really doing more harm than good, and they can end up being on the outside looking in when somebody does come along and says, hey, you know what, the USWFL, we like what you're doing. We want to make a, an offer, uh, and, and we want to start paying your, your, your teams and your players. Well, you know, and that, but listen, that can happen to any league that's out there. Don't get me wrong, and I certainly want all leagues to succeed because I want women's football to succeed. What I'm, all I'm saying is, is that if you're in that process, stay with it and grind it out. Well, I'm, I'm telling you that um, I'm, I'm, I know, and I've talked to all kinds of potential investors. And I'm telling you, they, they have the money. And the thing about it is, they don't care to spend the money. But here's one thing, and and these guys I know personal. I mean, I mean, I'll promise you, I could pick up the phone if I was in a bad need and said, "Hey, I need a hundred thousand dollars," and it was for something that really uh, I needed for. They're going to send me a hundred thousand dollars. These guys are that way, and I've known them that well. But the fact of the matter is, is I don't go after them for money. For, for this team, for this league, for these girls, or anything, because we're not there yet. And when when I say we're not there, when when our league can play all their games, nobody forfeits, everybody plays the playoffs, everybody plays in the championship, everybody sends their all-stars to the game, when it's a flawless run deal, and with, when you've got 10, 12 teams or less, whatever, it's possible. And if it's not possible, then it's not possible for for us to make it work to get paid. When all that can happen, I can send him, I can call every one of them and say, hey, I've got an investment for you. And you know what? All of them would be proud to say, hey, you know what? They'd be proud to pick up on, hey, you're going to be up in Tennessee. Uh, let's go by and watch, let's go by and watch some of my teams play in this women's football league, y'all. And they're gonna say, What? Yeah, man, I own a women's football league. You ought to see it, it's cool. And and they wanna go see it. You know how rich people are. Uh, even though some of them are really down to earth. They like to they like to parade around and, and show off. And uh, that's what it's gonna take. Uh I I promise you. Now I don't know I do know when this uh when they had this open forum thing when they had the best of the West out there, I heard them talking with some uh, potential investors, and I heard that investor say some as true words as I ever been as I ever heard, and uh, I, I believe every bit of it. Now maybe they've got it all straightened out, and maybe they've got all their people on board. I don't know, but I can I can promise you this: that until you can put a great product out there to where these guys can brag about it, can enjoy about it, take their family. You know, I, I picture, you know, like Jerry Jones sitting up in his press box with his whole family. Every time they show him, he's up there drinking and having a good time with all his family. Um, they show him more than any other owner, him and Bob Kraft. They show them two guys more than any other owners. They're probably the most popular owners in the NFL. 
they get out. They travel. Every time you see them, they're having a good time. They got great products. They put great products on the field. Uh, they're proud to own the Dallas Cowboys and the New England Patriots. And I'm telling you, folks, that's what it's got to become. Is in, and it all starts with, with the players and the coaches and then the team and the league and everybody doing their part. And, and we, will, we will get there in, in small amounts. But I can't those calls on a hope, man, gosh, I've got my investors coming today, Lord, I hope this team shows up. It, it don't work that way, Mike, and, and you know as well as I do it don't. Well, I mean, I I wouldn't if I had if I was a millionaire right now, and 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 Dave, I I know you pretty well. I wouldn't be willing to do it because I know that you know I just exactly what you're saying. Uh, you have to have the uh, the product, and as much as I want women's football to succeed, you know there are some things that have to happen before it can actually succeed. Um, you know the commitment, the loyalty, uh, you know the the. the the uh, having having the right uh, structure of, of teams and, and organizations in place, all that stuff's got to happen first. And um, you're, you're absolutely right. And I, I mean, I couldn't agree more. And uh, you know, it's you know, just the only, you, all you can do at this point when you when you talk about it, and I tell you all the time, it's like, well, what do we do? You know, it always comes back. So, well, how do we fix it? And uh, you know, if, if anybody has an answer of how to fix it, please feel free because. Um, you know, it, it, we, we got to fix it. Yeah, I, I agree. I don't, um, you know, one thing I, um, I, I think I heard today that the Atlanta Phoenix is joining that new league. Um, I think somebody said they wanted 16 teams. Um, you know, I, I don't understand with just that few teams, um, and look, I don't have to understand. I, I want everybody first and foremost. It don't matter to me, but I don't understand. I mean, I have people calling me from California wanting in this league, and uh, you know, in case people don't realize, it's twenty five hundred miles from here to Los Angeles, California, um, and wanting in this league, and I can't imagine having to try to get teams from here to get out there to play them and and I don't know you know how that how their whole deal's gonna work but I mean you got a team in Dallas Texas and Utah and uh, San Diego and Seattle and Atlanta and uh, maybe Jacksonville and and I don't know where all there's gonna be but man um, that that's a lot of uh, teams teams spread out. I guess you know they're they're maybe trying to get eight and eight. I don't know um, of how it works, but um, that's definitely a, a lot of a lot of traveling. Um, you know, like I said, I I I turned down. Why well, you don't turn them down? I just say, hey, I can't rev up now. I don't have enough teams to to get you games and you know I'm honest with them about it if we can get more teams and sure we'd be glad to have you but I, I don't see how that part of it how they can uh, you know make it work but I, I guess they've got it all figured out and uh, you know they've been thinking this process through for a long time because they up and left IWFL to do that best for the West and uh, started and had that open forum conversation out there. And um, so, you know, they put a lot of thoughts and uh, 
ideas into it because uh, it's been in the making for a while. So, um, well, Mike, man, I'll uh, let you go. I appreciate you uh, coming on the show tonight and uh, rambling on with me about some of this stuff, and maybe it'll uh, help out, sink in, and and maybe it won't. But you know, hey, giving it giving it our hundred percent best—that's all we can do. That's all we can do. Man, I appreciate you coming on, and uh, you have a rest of good night. We'll talk at you later. All right, Dave. I'll holler at you later. Yes, sir. Thank you. All right, folks. There's Mike Wallace, the new head coach of the Tri-Cities Thunder. Um, he's really excited about that, and uh, the team seems to be excited, and uh, um, maybe he'll keep the tradition going. Hard work definitely um, is the way. There's no substitute for it. So, um, you know, I, I will say this, that, uh, and I tell every player this, and um, before we get off here tonight, we're about done. Um, and I tell every, every single player that I talk to, uh, you know, that, that comes through here that may play or have played for another team or something, hey, Every um, team is the same. You have to go um, where it suits you. And, uh, you know, but that's no different than than uh, a team getting in a league. If, if you think it's where it suits you best, then most definitely uh, you staying on and causing havoc or trouble when you think you're better than everybody else as far as an organization or your team's better, then, yeah, you're you're most definitely better to to get in a league that better suits uh, you. And that that would be anybody. And I'm, I'm not talking about anybody in particular. I'm talking about everybody out there. Um, it's just like jobs, you know. What job may suit me may not suit Mike, and vice versa. Our strengths may be in different ideas and our avenues. We may work the same place. We have different jobs or whatever. So, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I get it. If they, if it's, if if something else out there is better, then then go for it. Just, just remember that, you know. There's there's only a certain amount of them, and uh, when you when you burn all your bridges and run out all your uh, sources, then then there's nowhere else to go. So um, you got to be careful when you make those jumps and and things. And uh, I've been on that side of the fence myself, so um, it, it can be a, a, a bad situation. So um, with that, I'm all. I'm going to leave it at that. Um, uh, as always, I want to thank JC uh, Sports Network for <clears throat> having us on here, talk about the great sport of women's football and how we wish things were a lot better than they are. And, uh, you know, all we can do is talk about them and, and work on it and do our very best to get them there. Um, and, you know, we're, I say it all the time. I'm just one person. JC, just one person. Mike's just one person. It's going to take a lot of people 
and a lot of people on the same page, not just a lot of people. We all have to be on the same page. Um, so um, it's it's a tough situation. It's a touchy situation. Um, it uh, causes a lot of hard and bad feelings uh, the way a lot of people do and the way a lot of same way with a lot of these girls, the way they act and promise you they're going to play and, and then flash a minute bail and go somewhere else. It, it causes a friction. And, uh, you know, having teams in your league that you depend on and uh, they bail out on you after um, you hear all the time that they're in, they're in. It causes hard feelings and friction, folks. And I don't care um, what, what kind of deal you are if you if you plan on going vacation with your neighbor your best friend and right up to the time you've made all these reservations and you go to load the car and they back out i promise you, you're going to be pissed off and uh, i'll guarantee you you're going to be just exactly that or worse so um but hey life goes on we'll we'll keep uh treading forward there ain't no doubt about that um but uh for sure I uh, talked to JC. Uh, we won't be on here next Tuesday, uh, so it will be the following uh, two weeks from tonight. Uh, we will resume back. I'll try to get some, uh, be better prepared and uh, get some college football together. Maybe I can get uh, Coach Mike to do, do that for me. He he sits around and uh, likes to keep up to all that. Maybe I can get him to help me get it together and, and uh, we can go over it. So, uh, uh appreciate everybody listening. Um hope everybody has a good night and good weekend. Uh till we talk to you later in a couple weeks. I appreciate. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.